Welcome to Life, Lessons, and Laughter with your host, Glenn Ambrose. Hey, welcome to the show, everyone. Today we are discussing what is a spiritual life. Dun dun dun. What is a spiritual life? Uh, so, you know, I, I uh, this topic has been brewing for a little while, and I, I guess now is as good a time as any. Um, and personally, I think it's because of the, you know, <laughs> whether you believe in spirituality or not, I think it's pretty obvious that that the idea of spirituality is spreading, you know. And with that, I group um, self-help, um, uh, psychology, counseling, therapy, life coaching, um, all these things have gotten more popular, more people are doing them. Um, that's just fact. So, you know, so the people talking about spirituality, even yoga, the spread of yoga, and people experiencing Shavasana for the first time, which is just, you know, chilling at the end being still meditation is on the rise so all these things are on the rise and i think that uh, you know i personally i think that's a wonderful thing um getting to know yourself better and to to um do whatever it takes to become a happier healthier more peaceful contented version of yourself i believe is what it's all about so Yippee ki um, You know, I, d I did an interview recently, and if this just popped into my head with uh, Carrie Cudmore, who runs the Spiritual Finance Initiative. <clears throat> if you haven't heard of that, check it out. Um, it's a really good nonprofit program <clears throat> that can help people with their finances. You know, I did a podcast on that years ago as well. Um, and she had asked me something around this version, uh, around this idea. I don't know if it was exactly what is spirituality to you, but but basically, <clears throat> it's the idea that what is whatever is in alignment with your moral values is basically a spiritual perspective. And this is something that I'm sure not everybody agrees with, but this is my particular take on it. Like, you know, I'm not... <laughs> I, I speak passionately about a lot of things because I feel them to be true or in or whatever inside of myself. Um, I don't know what's true for you. Um, I understand that there are different perspectives for different people. So if whatever I'm saying doesn't resonate with you, I recommend that you do not follow it. As <laughs> simple as that. <laughs> I'm not. You know, I don't think I'm the end all be all and I have all the answers. I just speak what I feel to be true or what I feel for me um, and preferably other people. It seems to have worked. A lot of the things I talk about are ways to enhance your everyday life. They've worked for me. They've worked for countless others that I've worked with. So there's a track record behind it. That doesn't mean that it's going to work for every single person. Um 
you know, I often meet with people before I start working with them, especially if they're not that familiar with my work to find out if I'm the right person for them. So this is just my perspective. So what's in alignment, this is why I kind of like the idea of whatever's in alignment with your moral values. So even, even though I don't necessarily believe in morality in the way that a lot of people perceive morality, I believe that inherently we are good. And when we do things that are what, what most people would deem as negative, it's when we're out of, out of alignment with our true selves. So when we're trying to become in alignment with our true selves, we become a better, we become a better version of our true selves. Um, and then who's to say what a better version of ourselves is? I, you know, I think we all have to decide that for ourselves. And see, spirituality is about learning to be honest with yourself and working through the self-sabotage and the, 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 um, rationalizations of our own behavior to get actually to be honest and truthful with ourselves and to move forward. So, so like, you know, it's, I always hear, I always hear the uh, egoic questions come in when I make a statement, right? So it's like the ego says, oh, well, what if it's in somebody's alignment, uh, moral values to, to run around killing or raping people? It's, it's not, that's not in there in alignment with their moral values. They could say that it is, they could act like it is. Um, but it's not like you, nothing is in alignment with somebody's true self that hurts somebody else or hurts themselves. So if it hurts somebody else or, or yourself, then it's not, in, it's not truly your moral values. People can rationalize and say that it is, and they can actually even truly believe that it is, you know, that's, <laughs> that's why we have so many different perspectives but that's why the real journey is going underneath and finding what's true for you and not allowing yourself to rationalize your behavior you know where the the like when when i when i woke up i decided to be sober uh, i decided to be sober when I woke up, it was through getting sober and I decided to be honest, like within the first year, I believe. That was in alignment with my moral values. When I look back on my life, I think I was more honest than most people. Um, but the, the part I wasn't capable of is honesty with myself. Once I learned to be honest with myself, that was the game changer. That's when everything changed, you know? Because and that's what I'm talking about. As long as we're lying to ourselves and, and rationalizing our own behavior, you're just dancing on the surface. Uh, you can call it spirituality. You can call it self-work. You can call it um, being in alignment with your moral values. I, you know, I think I, we see this a lot in celebrity, especially young celebrity. Like personally, I think I, I, think I see it all the time. I, I think I saw it with Miley Cyrus. And not just young people, like when they when they reach a certain level of celebrity, when they're like in fame and fortune, like they, they go, oh, I'm just going to be me. I'm just going to be me. And, and a lot of times, you know, they they turn into acting like a slut or uh, just not caring about themselves. And they're like, this is my true self. I'm just being me. No, it's not you being you. It's you trying to find you. <laughs>
<laughs> and we think if we just, you know, a lot of people think if they just rebel against what society says is normal, then that's them being themselves and they'll wave that flag. This is just me being me. No, it's not you being you because like nobody is uh, just a freaking dirt bag. Like that, like God doesn't make those. So sorry, you're not one. Um, you know, it's, it's just, uh, behaving in these negative, just self derogatory ways and saying that that's me. It's, it, it's just not, that's when people haven't gotten there. And most people grow out of that. You know, I think I don't, I don't follow Miley Cyrus, but I think she has from what I've seen. I, I think I saw her <laughs> like coaching on the voice or something a few years ago, a few episodes. And I was like, all right, she seems like she got her stuff together. You know, seems like she's a decent person, you know, whatever. I'm, I'm not here to judge. <clears throat> it's just um, quick glances is what I see. You know, that's what I'm talking about. So I could be completely wrong about Miley Cyrus and everybody else <laughs> in celebrity because I don't know them personally. Um, but what I do know is God doesn't make shit because it doesn't have any like God's got love. So that's what he makes. He makes beings of love. Like, so like if you can't make uh, a wood table, if you don't have any wood. Right. So like, you know, people using that as an excuse for poor behavior. Oh, this is just how I am. Or, you know, Oh, I've just got a bad temper or, you know, Oh, I'm, I'm this particular nationality. So we're, we're, we're fiery. Like, eh, whatever. <clears throat> you are who you are, you know? And, and I mean, you know, hell, I'm more fiery than a lot of people I know, but that's just my personality. I don't say it's because of a nationality. And then it's the aspects of my fieriness that I choose to keep are because I do believe it's a version of my true self. I'm not quiet. I, I, it's, it's not going to happen. <laughs> Ask anybody that's known me my entire life. I've never been quiet. So it's not going to happen. Um, so there is a fiery aspect of myself, but it's not because I'm some nationality. It's not, you know, I own it. It's it's me. I'm fiery, you know. Um, but I am not a rebellious jerk that I was when I was younger. Am I, do I have a rebellious nature? Yes, but if I, if I align with that rebellious nature, it helps me stand up against things that aren't in alignment with my truth, which is cool. It, you know, so I guess this is a point. There is a positive or a healthy and a toxic aspect of different things. Just be, if, if you're fiery, you know, and you use that as a positive way and you embrace it, then that's fine. If you're using it in a, in a toxic way and say that's just who I am, no, it's not just who you are. You can't blame it on that. Not if it's being used in a toxic way. So, <clears throat> so you know, what is a spiritual life? Well, it's it's. I think it's different for everybody because it it's it's personal. That's the whole point of spirituality. Is it personal? You know, like I believe. I believe that religion is sometimes a good thing. I believe it's been used for a lot of bad things for a lot of years and <laughs> by a lot of people that were out of alignment with their true selves. 
but it can be used for wonderful things. I believe it's a pathway to, to help people embrace their spirituality, which I believe is their personal connection with whatever the universe, God, the creator, uh, or anything else you believe in energy, whatever. Uh, it's your personal relationship with that. And it's your personal relationship with yourself that that's what I believe is, is you can use religion to achieve that. And many people in this world like that. They like the structure. They like, uh, I don't, I don't want you to take this the wrong way. They like being told what to do. I don't mean that in a negative way. And I don't mean that in a non-thinking way. It's just the majority of people are not leaders. Okay. I'm going to say it that way. There are leaders and there are followers and we need both. Like it's fine. It, followers doesn't mean that you don't think for yourself. That's not what a follower, that's not what a healthy follower is. A follower still does think for themselves, but they discern like who they're going to follow and what they're going to drop into alignment with. And if if something that like, let's say they decide to follow a particular leader or a particular direction or a particular mindset or a particular religion, when thing if if they are true to themselves, which they should be, if if they're you know really doing their work, then when something is out of alignment with with the truth of themselves or that message, they'll push that to the side and they will not follow that part. So just because you're a follower doesn't mean you're a blind follower. You know, you still have to take responsibility for yourself and stay in alignment. But that doesn't mean followers often need or enjoy more structure. Maybe they don't even need it. They just enjoy it. It's easier. It's like, why do I have to figure everything out on my own when somebody can just say, hey, uh, if you want to connect to God, kneel down on your knees because that's a humbling move. And then, um, Put your hands in front of your chest because that will take part of their awareness and they'll put it in their heart chakra where they can feel love easier. And then close your eyes because that will distract, that will take away a lot of the human distractions like visual things. And it kind of can even help you block out things that you hear. So close your eyes, put your hands in front of your heart and kneel down in a humbling gesture that you're not the king of the world. And then Try to open your heart and connect to something bigger than yourself. We'll call it God. Do that. And then somebody does that and they're like, oh, my God, I feel this presence. And you go, yeah, that's God. Some people, many people like that guidance. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That was helpful. Okay, cool. Doesn't mean that they're non-thinking sheep. Doesn't mean that they're non-thinking followers. It just means that that they can accomplish something by following some simple basic steps that are laid out. So there's nothing wrong with that. Religion can be used in, like that in certain ways. Now, if this religion that preaches love tells you that, um, you know, you're God's chosen people and you can go kill other people because you're God's on your side, then if you choose to follow that, you're a sheep. You're out of your mind because that's not the truth. You can't take something that preaches love and then all of a sudden use it to go kill people or hate. Like, it's ridiculous. 
that's how it's been misused in the past, right? So um, followers have a responsibility for their own following, but it just means that they like structure and religion can be used for that. But religion, so religion can be used to enhance your spiritual connection. Or some people just like going straight spirituality without all that structure, figuring out what works for them more. Okay, cool. So you can do that. that that's what I happen to like. I believe that, that, that spirituality, the river of truth and love flows underneath all religions and other types of um, philosophies. And what I do is I connect with those parts that resonate with me and I try to live them, which gets me into what is a spiritual life. Living a spiritual life is not what a lot of people seem to have turned it into, um, you know, which I think is a natural learning curve of this. You know, a lot of people only get to sit still at the end of a yoga class in Shavasana and, and, and they think that they're spiritual. Well, whatever. Um, it's okay. Like maybe, maybe they are for those moments. Maybe they are. And that's all they'll ever do because spirituality doesn't mean what a lot of people think it means. It doesn't mean that you go to 13 drum circles and you've gone drank ayahuasca 52 times and that you know you've been on a pilgrimage to freaking costa rica <laughs> or <laughs> or anywhere else in the world like it doesn't matter about all this external stuff and it doesn't matter how you talk you know like if you if if you say happy solar return instead of happy birthday to somebody it doesn't mean that you're spiritual you know and it's it's turn, like and a lot of people i'm not saying everybody some people um open up and it changes their verbiage and stuff like that and then some people just adopt their verbiage because being spiritual is an identity nowadays it's popular enough now where it's become an identity you know there's it's it's like you know uh what what was it when i was younger like they had yuppies, you know, that is an identity. And you had jocks and you had druggies and you had um, dorks and you had that. Like those are all identities that people can adopt, you know, and sometimes they'll shift over time. Like when I was younger, being a dork was uh, or, or, a, or a nerd or a geek or something. Uh, those were considered derogatory terms. Now it's they're, 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 they're positive terms. To some people, some people would disagree with that statement, whatever. My point is, is that, you know, like a, a lot of people will dress a certain way. A jock dresses like a jock. Uh, a nerd dresses like a nerd. A lot of times, not always, right? But a spiritual person often dresses like a spiritual person. And they might have, who knows, what some people consider as a spiritual haircut. I'm just throwing stuff out there at this point. To make the point, I'm not, you know, uh, I'm not doing these things or not doing these things doesn't mean you're spiritual. Okay. So I'm not for or against any of these things. I'm not saying that people who do some of these things, um, that means they're not spiritual and they're just trapped in an identity. I'm not saying that some of these people who live very, um, 
outwardly spiritual lives like um you know they're constantly going to spiritual events and they wear spiritual clothes and they speak spiritual terms some of them are really deeply spiritual and some of them are not this is kind of my point like and i tell all my clients this like when you start raising your self-awareness and you really do it in a grounded way like the way that i teach what i do is i try to teach both like it's a balance between two things this is why like the name of my book is down to earth <laughs> because it's a lot of people when when they get into spirituality they get into this floaty around space oh i'm connected to god the universe and love and uh and they, they float around like this, like all the time. And they go to one event to another event and they make sure they talk a certain way that's in alignment with that. It's just, this is their whole identity. They're just floating around in that space. And they're not grounded in reality. Like they're not grounded in being a human. If anything, they're denying their humanity. Now, if you ask them, they're going to say, no, nobody does things that <laughs> knowingly <laughs> that isn't. Uh, benefiting them okay and a lot of those people are floating around they're not grounded some of them are grounded like i said it's it's not like you i'm not going to give you a description and say if you see somebody like this that means they're not spiritual or if you see somebody like that that means they are spiritual it's it varies for every person so i can't do that all i'm saying is just when you see somebody that's acting like that it doesn't mean they're spiritual. So when you get out in these spiritual communities, or even when you're looking at them from afar to maybe learn more about them, be the observer, kind of see what this is all about. You're not sure if you're interested or something like it, it, it's just another section of society people. Okay. Don't, don't take it too seriously. You know, it's, there is good and bad in this group. You know, I learned that when I woke up in, in, um, in sobriety you know what i what i was saying is i tell my clients to make sure you stay balanced and when you get out there in the spiritual communities there's going to be good and bad um so just because somebody's acting spiritually doesn't mean that they've worked through all their issues and they're really grounded yet you know we all still have flaws just because somebody's talking about love all the time doesn't mean that they're that you can lend them <laughs> a ton of money and they're going to pay you back or that they're going to be there for you emotionally if you have trouble like you know just because somebody's talking spiritual doesn't mean that that their whole life is figured out so <clears throat> i i knew i shouldn't have gotten off track on that <laughs> um but who knows whatever i'll i'll say um i'll lean into something i'm sure so, yeah, just be, because somebody is living like that doesn't mean they are spiritual and it doesn't mean that they're not spiritual. It's it there's all it's just another section of society. Oh, yeah. I was talking about when I got sober, when I get sober, you know, like you, you I wake up and everything is like love and I understand life differently and I have this new lease on life and all this stuff. And it was really exciting. Um, but I also look and and it's like I see people in recovery. You know, I was knee deep in the recovery in AA. 
so for like eight years so i'm i'm knee deep in that and i'm looking around and i was just my eyes were so open fortunately i became a blank slate and a, the observer i wasn't in too big of a rush to to um I, I don't know, to, to adopt a new identity, I guess. So I was, <clears throat> so I became the observer of the people around me. And I noticed early on that like, yeah, people in AA, there was a lot of wonderful people and a lot of people that I still know and consider friends to this day, I met through AA and there's lots of wonderful people. And like me, they have their issues too. <laughs> None of us are perfect, but there are also a lot of people in AA that don't have their stuff together, you know? So it's, it's just a smaller segment of society. There's going to be people in every group. There's rich people, um, sober people, spiritual people, poor people, people who like sports, people who like music, people who like, <laughs> and every other subsection of society that you can imagine there's going to be good and bad in including spirituality so just because somebody's look spiritual act spiritual talk spiritual doesn't mean that they've got all their stuff together or that they're even spiritual necessarily so a spiritual life really is living in alignment with your truth with what you actually are with who you actually are in my opinion this is why a lot of times i've met people that have either not studied spirituality um like informationally um they haven't and or they haven't lived in spiritual circles or talked with spiritual people they just they just kind of have gotten self-reflective at some point in their life and made adjustments. Sometimes people are just naturally like good at things. I think we're seeing this more in the younger generations. They're just so spiritual and so open that they don't completely fit into society as it is because they're not built for it, quite frankly. The younger generations are built for where we're going. They're not built for where we are which makes sense because that that's not who they're going like where the world that we're living in is not going to be the world that they're that's going to exist 20 50 years from now so they're already built for that because they need to be and the world is kind of catching up little by little as old paradigms fall away and new paradigms are created um but you know that's a whole nother podcast um this one it's it's you know the the old way of doing things is falling away and sometimes people are just naturally good at things i kind of notice it in in relationships i think more than other things because to me relationships uh not a hundred percent but in a lot of ways relationships are the final frontier it's it's the biggest thing like if you can manage relationships then you're good for the most part everything else is just tweaks <laughs> you know just tweak this tweak that because i mean really remote relationships are the most foundational things if you don't have if you're not good at relationships and you can't have a good relationship with yourself and then you're 
in trouble. You know, you, that's going to cause difficulty. And then if you can't have a good relationship with yourself, you can't have a good relationship with other people, which is going to cause problems. You know, like we, we go through this life and, you know, really what's important is our relationships with other people, how we feel about ourselves, which is relationship number one our relationship with ourselves and then relationships with other people. That's what's important. The rest of this stuff is just experiential tweaks that we can, that come and go, you know? So relationships are the final frontier. And there's also the most emotion around that, which can cloud our vision um, and push us around a lot. So like, if you can handle relationships, like, you're good. And some people are just, they just seem naturally really good at that. Just naturally really good. Like, you know, they, they just drop into a relationship and they just don't bicker over silly things and they don't bring their ego or pride into it. And they're just, it's just different. Like some people are just really good. Let me mute this thing. Um, so to me, that's one of these things. It's like, wow, that person's really spiritual, at least in the relationship genre. And uh, people can be spiritual in other ways. Like I believe Michael Jordan was spiritual on the basketball court. I believe that what he, he was capable of doing was basically dropping into a spiritual state, which is connectedness. Fully into the present moment, just dropping in what most people call is um, being in the zone in sports, like he could drop in and out of the zone almost at will, or perhaps at will a lot of times. So he could just go there, man, uh, like almost whenever he wanted. That's spiritual practice. Now, it doesn't mean that he's he he's capable of living spiritually in every area of his life. I mean, I'm sure he's had his difficulties, you know, ups and downs, all that stuff. But, you know, the, but so... Certain people are naturally spiritual in certain areas. Now, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's reincarnation. Maybe we, maybe we fine-tune some skills in previous lifetimes. Um, maybe, you know, there's old souls. Maybe there's young souls. Maybe, you know, whatever. It doesn't really matter. Uh, the point is, is there's, there's no textbook and spirituality and it's not linear either you know we're so locked in this linear mind like oh i've been on a spiritual journey for 20 years so i must be like here and then somebody that's just starting might be here you know like further back on the path that's not how it works like like we're all it's we're one energy field evolving forward so like i might be I might be better in like, like, like picture, um, picture like balloons. Okay. Like, like with helium being pumped in, like maybe I got a little bit more helium because of the work that I did on myself right in the beginning. And then somebody else like for five years or something. Right. So I'm like kind of here, but this person was naturally born like, with that amount of helium in them because of relationships, because they're just naturally good at it. So we're actually at the same state. We're, we're at the same kind of level, you know? And like I said, there's not levels. This is just to try to help your brain uh, intellectualize what I'm trying to say. So, so now all of a sudden I do do some more work on myself and my balloon gets a little bit higher, but this person um, 
goes and changes a bad habit and their balloon gets higher. Like we're all evolving in so many different ways all at the same time that it, it's impossible to, to keep track of where somebody is and where somebody isn't. You know, a lot of times it's like, you know, you can, you, <laughs> but you know, I learned this over 20 years, you know, you, you're sitting there and you're like, wow, feeling really good about yourself in a lot of ways because of all these things that you've, you've learned about yourself and, and you've transcended and you're doing good. Right. And then there's this person that comes to you for help all the time. So just subconsciously, you kind of think that, you know, more about spirituality than they do because they're always coming to you for help. Right. And then all of a sudden something happens in their life and you see them handle it masterfully. And in a, in a situation where like, I, like maybe I had a smaller situation and I didn't even handle it well at all. And you're like, Oh my God, you know, then you see that it's not linear because like this person that was just at the beginning stages in a lot of ways of understanding spirituality or what it's even about had this natural affinity or maybe they learned something as a child who knows but they had this capability of handling something in a spiritual way that was like mastery it was like masterful and like in that area and it's a big area possibly and in that area I'm like just beginning you know and it's like wow so you understand it's 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 not about that. It's not about a comp. It's not competing with other people. We're all one. As my consciousness raises, it raises the collective consciousness. So it helps everybody. And same is true for everyone else. So it's not what we think it is. You know, there's people like Tole talked about this. He, he said, you know, there's this, there's a guy, he painted a picture. There's a guy driving by in his BMW and his suit coat with his, with his cell phone and all, you know, expensive dress and car and, and all this stuff and, and groomed all nice. And he's driving down the road. And then there's this guy walking on the side of the road that gave all his belongings to, to, um, to charity and he's walking around the streets in a burlap bag and and he's just walking down the street and he looks at the guy in the BMW and says I'm more spiritual than him maybe not maybe not because maybe that person that gave all their stuff away to charity is just doing that because on a surface level they're trying to feel good about themselves so they think that they're better than other people because they gave their stuff away to charity and they're walking around in a burlap bag so they're more attached to that identity of being spiritual than the person the bmw who could just be like i just like bmws i know it doesn't make me a better person i know that i'm not better than anybody i like looking you know i go to work at this place that i you know, expects me to dress a certain way. I dress that way because that's just my job. And I like to drive a BMW. So that's what I drive, but they might be more grounded and not attached to the identity of a business. BMW. Okay. So that I think really gets down to the point. It's an attachment to an identity that we have to look out for. An attachment to an identity is not spiritual. So if you're attaching to the identity of being spiritual, that's not spiritual. Just being peaceful. You know, I have spiritual aspects. So, you know, look at behind me. I've got all these spiritual books. I get this spiritual, like spiritual statues and 
bunch of spiritual stuff behind me, right? And I'm sitting here in a sleeveless tank top. Oh, and I got spiritual tattoos all over the place because that's what I resonate with. But I don't think it makes me spiritual. And I'm just hanging out in a sleeveless shirt because it's hot and I live in the Dominican Republic. Like, I'm not trying to be, you know, there's a, a lot about me that people think is very spiritual. And a lot of the things that people think make me spiritual actually don't. It's the, <laughs> it's the things that they think, a lot of things that they don't think make me spiritual are the things that do. Because I'll stand in my alignment and my truth with them. And I'm, try I'm not trying to be something that I'm not. I'm not trying to put this persona forward so that people think that I'm spiritual. I don't really care. It's <laughs> you, you guys all have the right to your own opinions. I don't need to try to control them. <clears throat> so in conclusion, you know, a lot of the, the, the people that seem spiritual and even a lot of people that a lot of times have a deep spiritual understanding, sometimes they can get caught up in life and start making big bucks. That's one of the ways um, or getting famous or something and they can get kind of pulled off center. And now all of a sudden their message isn't what it used to be. I've seen that happen several times with some fairly famous spiritual teachers. Um, in my opinion, <laughs> some of their other followers will be like, no, their stuff is still dead on. Okay, that's fine. If it resonates with you, that's fine. I'm not here to judge. It's not up to me. It's individual. So be yourself. Be as much yourself as you can, and you'll know the, the deeper you go within. And you'll start seeing some of the things you used to do in spirituality fall away. And then just kind of being you take its place. So at the end of the day, spirituality is just about you being you. So, you know, don't get caught up in looks or sounds or anything else. Just be you connect to your truth and if you're if, if you're looking for teachers just pay attention to their energy pay attention to how they make you feel and if their message resonates with you if it does then there's something that you can learn at that particular moment or something you can remember because we all have this truth within us so yeah i guess that's about it it's it's just you know spirituality is not what we think it is a lot of times it's it's just gotten so popular that that people you know sometimes people knowingly or unknowingly get wrapped up in the identity and just take it way too far and it, it's no big deal though like any like Anybody that's going too far in the wrong direction with this identity of being spiritual, like we don't have to worry about them. I try to correct them. That's see, spirituality is a self-correcting path. That's what's so beautiful about it. Like we don't have to worry about if the the doorway into spirituality is a perfect doorway. Like I've said this about yoga. Like I think yoga gives people the wrong impression about spirituality a lot of times. But that's okay. I don't say it in a negative way because it, it exposes people to spirituality. And if it if people do get the wrong perception of it, that's okay. Because over time, it's just not going to work for them. They're not going to feel peaceful or contented. 
Like this is what happens. This is why it's self-correcting. When you're doing something wrong, when you're following an ideology or a way of thinking or a way of being that's out of alignment with with your truth, you're eventually you're going to know it. You could stumble around for five years, 10 years. I've seen people stumble around for 20 years, but that's not really a problem because it's speeding up. Like the spiritual shift is speeding up. So people stay lost for shorter periods of time. So when you're out of alignment with who you're trying to be, if you really have this deep yearning to be spiritual, to be more of yourself, to be more in alignment with your particular truth, if that is your yearning, lean into that yearning. And what's going to happen is whatever is out of alignment with that yearning is going to stop becoming more and more obvious and you'll stop pushing it away and you'll start, you know, being straighter in alignment with, with your truth. That's the real spiritual path. So whether people come in through yoga, you know, exercise yoga, not the other types of yoga, exercise yoga and think that exercise is spirituality and they're mistaken. It's okay, fine. They're going to hit a place where, where because spirituality usually represents something like peace, contentment, happiness. If you're, if you're, lying to yourself on any level you're (laughs) at some point you're going to stop experiencing this pseudo peace or the pseudo contentment that you think you're experiencing and it ain't going to be enough and then you'll start shedding these false identities and belief systems that you had so it's okay if somebody is a little bit off you know we all have our own way I mean, I think I took probably as straight a path as possible, and I've wandered and gotten lost several times. So we all do that. It's all part of the journey. It's fine, you know. So just come back to you. Come back to you. Come back to you. Inside, you know the truth. Inside, the better you get at telling the truth to yourself and not rationalizing behavior and getting caught up with the way things look on an external way and just embracing who you are, the more the peace and the contentment is going to flourish within you. And that's, that's the stuff, man. That's the stuff, you know, that can't hide. You can fool yourself with a little pseudo version here and there for a while, but at some point you got to go deeper and really just, that's when the real peace and love and happiness comes within. So I hope that helps. Thanks for listening, guys. That's going to do it for now. I will uh, talk with you soon. Peace.